Hey y'all, welcome to the Visit Roswell podcast where we talk all things tourism and hospitality related in Roswell, Georgia. We will be interviewing our partners all throughout the community and hopefully inspiring you to plan a trip to visit Roswell at your natural pace. This is Andy Williams, uh, Executive Director of Visit Roswell, and welcome back to another episode of Crafting Roswell, where we talk all things hospitality with all of our tourism partners throughout the community. And uh, we're very excited about today's guest, uh, but we we have another local small business with us who is doing some amazing things and getting a lot of um, a lot of good foot traffic into this particular business. And um, I'm not going to steal her thunder, uh, but it's a pleasure for us to have Natalia Belay. Uh, with Evie Mero on. Uh, welcome aboard. Hi, welcome. Thanks for having me. You got it. So let's just jump right into it so that our audience members can learn a little bit about you and your particular business. Um, give us a little background on yourself and how you came to open up Evie Mero. Um, so my background is in retail buying and merchandising. So that's you know, I went to college for that. I worked in that industry for a while um, as a buyer, as a merchandise manager. And um, I'd always thought about opening my own store. I think if you kind of have that retail kind of mindset, like one of the things you always kind of dream about is having your own store. And my dad owned his own store my whole life growing up. So, um, so I kind of was kind of have that entrepreneurial kind of small business kind of runs through my blood I think right um and so in 2020 finally at the beginning of the year or the end of 2019 you know I just kept thinking about it more and um there was a fair trade store in the town we used to live in we actually just moved here in 2019 to Georgia So um, there was a fair trade store that I used to shop at that I loved. And there was another kind of like artisan gift shop. And I was like, it would be awesome to combine these two things. And mm-hmm. we moved here to Roswell. And I was like, there's nothing like this here. I'm just really like surprised. And so, you know, my husband was like, why don't you try to do it? And um, so at the beginning of 2020, I actually worked on launching the website first. Okay. And um, then launched the website in March little you know not knowing that COVID was going to be like a whole thing that right is. and um you know kind of trudged along and in August had the opportunity to rent this uh little space on Canton Street that had been vacant for a long time and mm-hmm. um you know my husband was like let's go for it you gotta like take some risks or you know you'll never know Right. So, um, you know, I'm kind of thinking like it's COVID, but I'm like, if I can survive through this year, if I can make it work in 2020 and kind of coming out of that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I could make it work on a regular at a regular time. So, right. yeah. So we just kind of dove in and yeah. That's, Here you are. Yeah, well, we- let's talk a little bit about that space too, because, you know, you're on Canton Street. Um, you know, how did you search for that? How'd you locate it? What was the, you know, any, any kind of build out or design within the space? What did that all look like? Um, so that property is actually, I'm sure you're familiar with it has been vacant for a while and, um, there's a front building and I'm actually in the outbuilding, which was probably an old carriage house originally Mm -hmm. for that property, which is probably at this point over a hundred years old. And, um, and so I actually called the owner and just 
said, hey, have you ever thought about renting out that little space in the back? And he was like, you know, if you're interested, you know, we could probably make it work. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, my store is really small. It's like less than 500 square feet. Mm-hmm. And, and um, my husband and I and our awesome neighbor friends, like, just kind of cleaned it all out and repainted mm-hmm. it and just did kind yeah. of kind of like a labor of love it was just like the four of us kind of just getting it ready because we really knowing that it was a new business and we are really trying to like be wise about managing our cash flow and mm-hmm. um, you know we didn't want to make a huge investment because we weren't really sure if it was going to work so mm-hmm. we just kind of dove in like head first just trying to do as much of it as we could and my husband thankfully is super handy so yeah we got the little I call it like the little shop on Canton Street and we yeah. just got it you know ready and so That's it's awesome. nice to kind of have like a little bit of life back there in that little spot so sure and I didn't so it, it wasn't officially on the market you were proactive and approached the owner about it yeah. and, and that's how you ended up okay yeah mm-hmm. that's a cool story all right well so kind of moving on let's talk a little bit about um, the actual customer base for you all so you know are, are there any products that you offer that set yourselves apart or what, what's the lay of the land as far as what you're selling to your customers yeah so so my shop is a fair trade and artisan market so everything that I carry in the shop is either fair trade or ethically sourced from overseas. So mm-hmm. um, I really try to like do the due diligence, make sure that um, what I'm carrying is like sustainably sourced, that they're, you know, paying fair wages, that they're um, just trying to do some kind of like either social good. Um, mm-hmm. And I carry a bunch of local makers as well. Okay and some other handmakers. So kind of what I always try to kind of ask myself when I bring in like a new brand or new product is like, are they doing something like redeeming or restorative in the world? So some of my brands are, like I said, social entrepreneurships that are, I carry a candle line that is working with women coming out of sex trafficking in the Houston area. Oh, wow. I, um, are they, in some way supporting another small business. So like I said, mm-hmm. I carry a bunch of like women makers who are just like small businesses, kind of, you know, craft kind of small batch businesses um, in the community that has been like amazing to get to know, you know, yeah. some of my makers. Like I carry a few um, brands here from like the Milton and Roswell area. And it's just been nice mm-hmm. getting to know them. You know, getting yeah. to people who are actually like making this and like start trying to start up their own business. You know, they're trying to grow and start their own businesses. And a lot of them are, you know, making things out of their house and just like hustling, just like all of right. us now. So that's been super fun. So yeah, um, that's incredible. So it's like redeeming, restorative or um, another, you know, small business that I can help kind of cheer on and champion and I really try to promote my businesses like I some businesses don't want to really talk about like necessarily the brands because there's a lot of competition but I really try to um, promote the makers as much Mm -hmm. as myself like I just think of it more as like a collaborative relationship yeah it seems like that and that's that's awesome because um 
you know, I, I didn't know that even. So I think it, it's really killing two birds with one stone. You're supporting local, you're supporting something that, that's doing good in the world. And you're also purchasing something that you either like or that's functional. So yeah. um, that's fantastic. Okay, well, um, so you're fairly new to the, you know, the, the community, and you'd mentioned this a little bit earlier about uh, the actual pandemic, but um, gosh, I mean, you really have taken on a lot up front because, you know, you're moving into this location and it's, bam, let's knock this out and get it done. March happens, you know, obviously, so you didn't see that coming, like none of us and none of our businesses did. Um, what impact did it have on you opening up and, and being able to bring business through the doors? Um. I mean, we're in kind of a unique place in terms of like Georgia has remained relatively open. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we had that Georgia. I didn't open till August. So things were relatively open. I think there's been, so it's been an interesting time, I think for small businesses um, in that I think it's brought a lot of light to small businesses, the um, pandemic at the same time, like it's been super challenging, mm -hmm. but it's also just made people much more aware, I think of how integral and how important like local businesses are to the community. Right. And, and I almost think in some ways that's been like a blessing, you know, I, I don't, I think a lot of people kind of, not that they take it for granted, but they kind of think like, oh, that business is fine. They'll be there. But right. like the pandemic has really shown light on the fact that like a lot of businesses, not just like retail stores like mine, but restaurants, all those things, like there's people behind those businesses and they're the people that live right. in the community. You know, it's not just this, you know, person kind of sitting in this corporate yeah. office, you know, it's like, the people that you go to for you know sponsorships when you have like a swim team or you have you know a soccer team it's like those are the people that you go to you go to the people in your community so they're small businesses you know and so it's kind of an interesting time I think um there's also really been I think a lot of light shed on Kind of things being more sustainably sourced on local makers on like small batch kind of um products so mm -hmm. in some ways like i feel like it's kind of like a renaissance or like a really exciting time for businesses because people are just so much more aware of mm -hmm. the people in their communities who are just like hustling and trying to make things work you know right. um i mean i'm always like in awe of like the restaurant people in our community who, you know, mm -hmm. restaurants are such a hard business. And I'm like, like people would be like, oh, you're so brave to like open a store. And I'm like, really? I'm like, cause I think there's a million other businesses out here that are like scarier than this. Like, you know, and they're like sure. hustling, just trying to like survive every day. And- um, Right. So, well and this community is great. I will say like the, especially at least in my experience, like the downtown Roswell community, like the people who live right. in that area of like historic Canton Street um, are pretty supportive, I think, of like businesses in their community. Right. So they're all that. I mean, I have customers who like come in and are like, you know, I'm shopping here because I want to like support you and I want to support your business. And, you know, so which has been like amazing. And, you know, it was really interesting. Uh, and I, I agree. And um, Natalia, you're not the first person to, to say that. It's funny because 
the, you know, the, the easy thing to do is say, oh, the, the pandemic crushed us and we had to really bounce back and all that good stuff. But it's been refreshing to hear, you know, hey, it really created some new opportunities to appreciate the, the community that's been built here in Roswell. And I think uh, you, you certainly saw that with the restaurants um, because, you know, we were the restaurants in particular, uh, in particular, had to really look to the the local residents who were in the 30075 and 76 zip codes to, yeah. to get through. And, um, you know, obviously with the boutique retailers and even, you know, the services, um, other you know, hospitality services in the community, that that same thing was true. And, um, you know, one of our restaurateurs has a, a good saying, you either have community or you don't, you know, you've, you've built that or you, or you haven't. And I think we've seen a lot of different individuals that are local here or at the very least, even, you know, uh, folks from out of the community that that often come to Roswell and they kept coming to Roswell and supporting these, these local small businesses and, and repeat businesses has been big for this. And um, you're spot on. I think there has been a spotlight uh, definitely shined on, uh, you know, the, the local artisan, the local craft maker, the local goods provider. Um, and, and we're starting to see that. And that's certainly a, a good thing. And, you know, I think um, people who have been through your doors and and see what you're doing, and I, I love the almost. I mean, I'm almost considering like the philanthropic component of your business with yeah. fair trade, and I mean, it's it's incredible. And that those are the things that are going to keep people coming back, in addition to community. So, um, commend you for doing that. It's, that I learned something new. Um, well, let's talk a little bit too about you know, outside of of that that we just mentioned. What's one thing about yourself or your business that maybe uh, you know, residents, local residents, or, you know, your, your customers don't know about you or, or, or um, Evie Mero. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I always try to remind everyone that I have a website, I ship, you know, all over the country. So some people have started okay. to come and they will like shop for something and have me like shop for a gift and I'll, you know, send it out for them. So yeah. that, um, so that's always like something I'm always trying to remind people of, you know, mm -hmm. for gifts and things like that. Um, so something I guess about me too, is I'm first generation um, American. Both of my parents are immigrants. Okay. So I always like to like share a little bit of that story because um, I just, I'm like proud of that. And yeah my parents for you know coming to this country and like building my dad had his own business and mm -hmm. so um so I just am like cheer on like immigrants and people who like take those risks to you know mm -hmm. come here and make a better yeah. life family and stuff so um yeah that's something yeah. that I think people don't know about me <laughs> sure absolutely um, yeah, that's great to know. I, I um, didn't realize that either. Well, so not to put you on the spot and to, to play favorites, but, you know, do you have a few different products that are high selling that you think everybody needs to come in and see? Or is it really kind of a diverse mix that's always changing? I do try to always like bring in new products. I'm always looking for new vendors. And because a lot of the things that I carry are a small batch, like I don't necessarily have the ability to always reorder the same thing. So I always tell people like, if you see something mm -hmm. like, I'm not hundred percent sure that it'll, I'll be able to reorder that exact same item, you know? Right. So like, if you like it, you might need to get it. And sometimes I'm just trying to diversify my assortment. So <laughs> I might not bring that in again because I want to bring something else in that's different. But um, mm -hmm. definitely I carry a line of t-shirts that has been like a great seller for me um, 
their Shatterbomb clothing t-shirts and they have okay. like a graphic on the outside, but they have a message on the inside chest that's supposed to be a message close to your heart. So it's always like mm -hmm. something like encouraging. And um, Jessica, who owns Chatterbomb, lives in Canton. Okay. So she's a local uh, business as well. And her t-shirts have done super well for me and I have a great relationship with her. So that's been um, fun. And then um, I carry a locally made line of lotions and shower scrubs. Um, KNS works and they are out of Milton. So Stephanie um, started that business in Milton and she has been like killing it. And it's been fun getting to know her. So it's been interesting that like a lot of my like best selling things are mm -hmm. local. It just happened to be like locally made, like right yeah. here, you know, in that's all awesome <laughs> area. Um, and then of course, like fair trade jewelry, like all the jewelry. I mean, I sell a lot of jewelry, mm -hmm. um, easy kind of gifting and just fun and affordably priced. And I really try to keep my pricing pretty fair and reasonable. Um, so that, you know, people can just pick something up as a gift for something and not feel like they mm -hmm. have to spend like a boatload of money, you know? Oh yeah, sure. Totally understandable, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, we want to uh, certainly keep our uh, small businesses um, moving successfully though, that's for sure. So appreciate you sharing that. And you know, let's talk about Roswell specifically as a community. You'd mentioned the community of the downtown, kind of the Canton Street area, historic Roswell, and obviously being a newer resident yourself. If, if you had, uh, you know, someone from out of town, whether it was a, a friend or a family member coming into town, you had a Saturday to spend with them to take them around to really show off the community. How would you show them Roswell? Well, of course, I would take them to Canton Street. I think that's kind of like the place that we mm -hmm. normally take friends like when our family when they come in just because mm -hmm. of like all the great restaurants and just that charming kind of old historic kind of feel and that's mm -hmm. actually one of the things that drew us to the Roswell area because we're from the northeast where okay. all of our cities are for lack of a better word they're just they're older you know yeah. like <laughs> so we're from the Philadelphia area so mm -hmm. um, that felt like historic can Street felt most like home to us. Okay. Um, because it just had that kind of historic vibe and like the buildings aren't all the same. There's a little bit of like uniqueness. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, that's our kind of go-to place, but we love um, going down to the Chattahoochee and like the Riverwalk area and the mill. We've like discovered the mill and that's such like a beautiful area because people are always oh, yeah. in and asking me like, a lot of the people that come into the store aren't necessarily from Roswell. Right. So they're always kind of like asking me for like restaurant recommendations and like what else, you know, where else to go. And I'm always like, you know, there's so much to do. We have so much like outdoor, so many great outdoor areas. Right. Um, and just like little, like I said, like the mill is just like a little, you go back there and you wouldn't even realize I was back there. And it's so special, mm -hmm. the waterfall and, um and the Chattahoochee Nature Center I mean we just have yeah. so great outdoor areas it's just I mean there's a lot to do in our community you know right we hear that a lot we um you know and especially with visitors that come up say for a day trip from the Atlanta area whether they're from the area but maybe haven't discovered Roswell or if they're here oh. for a convention and it's a quick day trip up 
they they come here and you know perhaps they've been told hey you've got to go to canton street there are great restaurants in that area and then they hear about the chattahoochee nature center or the chattahoochee river or the trails down at old mill park and and vickery uh, creek falls and all that good stuff and it's um it's very common for us to hear gosh you guys are not that far from atlanta and it feels like we're worlds away and there's so much diverse activity to do and we love it i mean that's what, what makes a tourism product mix successful you know um well yeah. this has been fantastic and i'll um what i want to do is end it with uh, an opportunity for you to tell our listeners where they can get information on evie marrow and then what social media outlets you utilize uh, to communicate you know uh where what you're doing and, and where the information is great well I have a website uh evimarrowmarketplace.com and I do a lot of stuff on social media. I do a lot on Instagram. So at Evie Marrow Marketplace is my handle. And I am on there all the time. I do lots of lives where I always like talk mm -hmm. about my vendors or talk about new products that I'm getting in. So that is like the place to get like kind of the inside scoop on what's coming in, new things. Um, and same Evie Marrow Marketplace on Facebook as well. Perfect. And what's your physical address? 1072 Canton Street. Perfect. And I just want to say too, a quick plug for your engagement on social media. We, uh, on the visit Roswell Instagram page, you are always interacting. And of course we love when that happens with our partners. So we appreciate yeah, it. Guys have been so supportive. So, um, great. Well, that, it's our pleasure. And that's, that's certainly what we're here for. And we, um, wish you much success and obviously we're a resource for you whenever we can be. And, um, Natalia, pleasure having you to all of our listeners again, for information on things to do in Roswell, places to stay, places to eat, um, and everything in between, check out visitroswellga.com. And we will look forward to getting back with you all with another episode of Crafting Roswell soon. Thanks so much.